Blockbuster trades happen on the regular in the NBA. Another one happened late last night. So that got me thinking. Could they even happen in the NFL? That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Thursday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again on the show. Hope everybody is having a great start to their Thursday. A blockbuster trade in the NBA had me thinking. We will dive into that here in just a second. But before we do, got to tell you about our friends over at BetOnline who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting this season. And you're always going to find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. They've got live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, which makes BetOnline truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Just head on over to their website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. And for those of you who maybe are just football fans and maybe didn't see, although I don't know how you could avoid this, Kevin Durant was traded in the NBA late last night from the Brooklyn Nets to the Phoenix Suns. And... That got me thinking of a show concept here for today's show, and I'm going to do something on the show that you probably shouldn't do as a podcast host, right? You probably shouldn't design a show, write it out, formulate what you're going to say, have examples, and ask a question that you don't necessarily know the answer to, and that's what I'm going to do here on the show today. We're going to ask a question, we're going to explore it, and we're going to do a little thought exercise to explore if a Kevin Durant-level trade could happen in the National Football League. And so some of the questions that I kicked around in my head when the news broke and I saw the news and I thought about how we could maybe tie it into a show today, could a trade like that happen? What would it even look like? Is the modern NFL game built for a move like this? And... I will say, I used to host uh, sports talk radio here in, in Phoenix for a very long time. And so as somebody who had to pay attention to all of uh, the different sports and be able to talk about all the different sports, I'm always paying attention to the way the other leagues operate and things that the other leagues do to see if maybe football can do things differently or just how the sports world continues to operate. So I'm always, I always try to compare. And it's tough, and I'll get into a little bit later how it's not, not very easy to compare the NFL to the NBA. But let's just go down this road. Come along with me on this journey. So for those of you who maybe don't know, Kevin Durant goes to the Phoenix Suns. And the Suns, they sent two starters back, Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. They also had Jay Crowder in the deal. But I think the important thing for the context of this conversation that we are going to have here today, they sent four first-round picks. First-round picks in 2023, 2025, 2027, 2029, and then a pick swap in 2028. And that is where the idea of a blockbuster trade in the NFL immediately gets off the rails. Because in the NBA, there aren't a ton of safeguards in place against teams trading away future first-round picks. Now, you can't trade a certain number of picks in back-to-back seasons, which is why you see the Suns do every other year for the next, I don't know, six or seven years, 23, 25, 27, and 29, right? It's the reason why they do this, because there's a rule in place that you can't trade first-round picks in back-to-back seasons to try to, to try to forego this type of activity, yet teams have found a way around it. The NFL does have rules in place to stop that type of activity. The NFL has rules in place that only allow you to trade picks for the next three draft cycles. So for example, right now, as we sit here, teams can trade picks for 2023, 2024, and 2025. Now the moment Roger Goodell announces that the 2023 draft has started and that the Bears are on the clock, you can then begin to move 2026 picks. It moves another year out. But I would ask you all this question. 
Can you remember the last trade? Can you remember a single trade that saw a team move all three of their movable first-round picks in exchange for a player? The Suns would are not picking those four seasons to get Kevin Durant, and they have a superstar of Kevin Durant's caliber. Now, I have examples of massive trades over the last couple of years that generated buzz, generated conversation about, man, look at how much draft capital the team gave up. But let's talk about it realistically. The Trey Lance trade by the 49ers, where they traded up to take him at number three. They made a pick swap. So they just moved up from their current spot. What did it cost them? It cost them first in 2022 and 2023. So they traded two firsts to move up to number three. So two first-round selections to trade up to the number three spot in the draft to make a pick. The Jared Goff trade, when he was originally, when the Rams originally traded up for him, it was a pick swap, and it was only one future one. Now, there were some future twos and future threes in there, but in terms of top-end draft capital, there was only one future one. This type of stuff doesn't happen. Maybe you're saying, but Chris, those are draft trades. What about trades involving superstars? Devontae Adams was acquired this offseason for just a first and a second in the upcoming draft. What did Stephon Diggs cost? A first-round draft pick. A.J. Brown was traded on draft night. What was that? First-round selection? Marquise Brown for the, for the Arizona Cardinals. They traded with the Ravens. Traded a first-round draft selection. Blockbuster trades in the NBA. If you wanted to find Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams as blockbuster, and I don't know, do they rise to the level of Kevin Durant blockbuster? That's the other thing, too. What is the NFL equivalent to a Kevin Durant blockbuster. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, it's confined to one of those unicorn-type quarterbacks. What would a realistic trade package for Patrick Mahomes even begin to look like? You could never achieve the actual value of Patrick Mahomes with the safeguards that the NFL has in place because you can only trade three first-round picks. You're telling me that there's not a single team on the planet that would right now offer the Chiefs four or five first-round picks to have Patrick Mahomes? Not to say the Chiefs would do it, but just let's look at this from a realistic lens. If you're an NFL GM and you could offer four or five first-round picks for Patrick Mahomes, do you think a team would do it? I, I There would be a certain group of general managers that I think would do it. There would be other general managers that would realize, hey, that's a lot of draft capital. It's not just one player. And I think this is where the differences come in here. And this is where maybe I'm, I'm telling you how I feel about this question as we get into the weeds on this. But these blockbuster trades in the NFL, acquiring a number one wide receiver like a Devontae Adams or Stephon Diggs or an A.J. Brown, they don't, Tyreek Hill, for example, they don't require the amount of capital that they do in the NBA. Now, there could be a couple of reasons for this. Reason number one, picks in the NBA don't mean as much as they do in the NFL, right? NBA picks get moved on the regular. Jay Crowder, who was in this trade, got moved for five future second-round picks 15 minutes after the trade was done. So the picks are moved around a little bit more regularly in the NBA. Whereas NFL teams, man, if you're going to move a first-round pick, if you're going to move a first-round pick, not swap as part of moving up, you're going to move a first-round pick, I'm getting an established player. I'm not moving these all willy-nilly. I mean, I'm keeping my draft capital. That's one. And two, which I think is another part of this, getting one singular superstar in the NBA when there's five players on the court at a time that could be the difference between winning a championship. So yeah, you go, you put all your chips in the middle, you sacrifice future first-round selections, you mortgage the future to get a Kevin Durant because that immediately puts you in a championship window when you have that type of player. And oh, by the way, they've got Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, not to get too all NBA here on the show. That's the difference. One player like that can take you over the top. Can one player do that in the NFL? 53-man rosters? There are teams all the time that have great quarterbacks, but if the rest of the structure around them isn't very good, they don't find a lot of success. Plus, in the NBA, you trade for a player like a Kevin Durant, you trade for a player 
of that caliber, the superstar caliber, you can now go over the cap to keep that guy. You can go into the luxury tax, and as long as you're comfortable as ownership paying the penalty, you can go over the cap to keep that guy, which minimizes the risk of giving up the draft picks. Think of your NFL team. You trade for Devontae Adams. You trade for Stephon Diggs. You trade for A.J. Brown. I know in all three of those cases, those players signed extensions. <laughs> but just say, for example, you trade for one of those guys, you give up the draft capital, and you are unable to come to a deal. Now that player walks, and if you don't win in that window, what did you really gain from it? Because there's a salary cap in the NFL. You cannot go over the cap. As much as the New Orleans Saints would like to tell you that you can. You have to operate within the accounting window that the NFL operates. In the NBA, you can go over the cap. And again, the games are just so different. 11 players on the field for both sides of the ball. 53-man rosters. You have so much that goes into building a championship team. Yeah, it helps when you have a player like a Patrick Mahomes. But there are other reasons why the Kansas City Chiefs are are going to be playing in the Super Bowl on Sunday as well. And so I sit here... And I try to think about, one, we'll go, we'll go back to the questions that we asked above. Could it happen? No, I don't think so. I don't think a blockbuster trade of that magnitude, of Kevin Durant's name, which is what? Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Again, it's, it's confined to a finite group. In the NBA, there are a bunch of different players at a bunch of different positions that you would put in that, that stardom, right? LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Luka, Damian Lillard. Just to, just to name a couple of guys in that caliber. In the NFL, it's probably all confined to one position because we have examples of at other positions. You, can, you don't have to rise to this level of all of this draft capital, giving up all of this stuff to be able to get it done. So it's confined to a finite position, one position at the quarterback, and then in that quarterback group, it's a handful of names. And are the Chiefs going to trade Patrick Mahomes? No. Are the Bengals going to trade Joe Burrow? No. Are the Chargers going to trade Justin Herbert? No. So could it happen? Probably not. What would that trade look like? Inconceivable with the safeguards that are put in place. Patrick Mahomes for three first-round picks is laughable if you were looking at it. It's worth way more than that for what he gives you as a team. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to automatically win, but just in terms of value, he's worth way more than that. And so that's... But that's my big takeaway here as I was looking through this and I was thinking about this is that you have a you have a league that is superstar driven, it's individual player driven, and there's so much player movement. You have the rules set in a way where teams can be very they can spend frivolously with their draft picks. There are no safeguards as to how far out or if there are, they're not as strict as the NFL. And these are two different games. And so I, I think we see trades happen and I will say this. We've talked about this in the past. We are starting to see more trades happen in the NFL to where it is becoming NBA-like. Right? Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Hollywood Brown were all just this offseason. All just this offseason. Tyreek Hill was just this offseason. Stephon Diggs was just a couple of years ago. I mean, every single offseason, at least lately it feels, there's some major movement in the trade market. There's already talk of if T. Higgins and the Bengals can't come to an agreement, T. Higgins is going to be available. But again, doesn't fall into that blockbuster tier. But you are starting to see more player movement in, in terms of trades. Draws up more excitement, draws up more buzz, draws up more rumors. I mean, you potentially could have Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson on the move this offseason. It's part of my predictions for this offseason. That's going to be just as crazy, if not crazier, than last year. And so I think the word blockbuster in the NBA means something different than the word blockbuster in the NFL because of the way the two sports operate, because of the safeguards that are in place against this, and because of the way the games are played. But I sit up here, and I, I, I could not see a world, 
because even Aaron Rodgers wouldn't rise to this level. I can't I can't get to a place where I would wake up one day and the headline is Patrick Mahomes is traded. Joe Burrow is traded. Josh Allen is traded. When they are in their prime, they're in their championship window, and they're actively helping their team. Kevin Durant was actively helping the Brooklyn Nets. I can't wake up in that world and imagine what that would look like because I don't think it's possible. But certainly fun to think about when you try to compare sports and try to compare the leagues. But again, I saw this news this morning, and my first thought was, man, could that even happen? Could we even remotely consider it? I just don't think you can. Because of all of the things that we talk, I mean, there are plenty of examples. You have teams trading up to take a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, number three overall, only cost them two first-round picks. Countless number of examples. And I think the way the modern game works right now and the way the modern pay scale is set up with the CBA and the draft classes and everything like that, and the salary cap continuing to go up and up and up, and it is a hard cap, I just don't see things like this happening. So I hope, I hope maybe you learned something here along the journey. hope you enjoyed this little thought exercise that I had a little cross-sport conversation here on TDN Daily. And, and who knows, maybe maybe you already thought this and you're sitting here going, Chris, why do we do this? But, you know, I, I just, you got to workshop these things out. And I thought it would be a very interesting thought exercise to explore if something like this could happen. And as I sit here, I don't think you would ever wake up to see a headline uh, like that at all in the NFL. You will wake up to, to major headlines, to major trades. But will it wow you in terms of the player, the magnitude of the player getting traded and in the magnitude of what was given up? I don't think anything would rise to the level of, of what we saw in the NBA late last night into early this morning. Certainly a nice little primer for what maybe to expect this offseason because I do think we're going to see some trades. There's going to be some activity. There's going to be some players on the move. And so we are going to have those mornings where we wake up and the headlines do shock us because players are on the move and new teams uh, get new players that they think can help them put them over the top. So just a bit of a primer. We, we will react accordingly here on uh, this show. I hope everyone's having a great uh, Thursday. Thanks to you for making this show a part of your day. Rating, reviewing, subscribing, following along here throughout the process. Thanks to Ben Online for their continued support of the podcast. We're delaying it no longer. Tomorrow on the show, I will give you my Super Bowl prediction. I did kind of tease it on DraftTools. I said the team, but we'll maybe go into a little bit of the reason why I am picking uh, that team uh, in the Super Bowl on Sunday. But again, thanks to you. Thanks to Ben Online for their continued support uh, of the show. Everybody making a great rest of your Thursday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.